You'll see that we have a collection of suitcases around the bottom of the cross. This morning. I don't know whether you can see that online if you're watching on the live tube on the live stream. We don't normally associate luggage with the Easter story, certainly with the cross. This morning I'd like us to think about luggage for a moment. When Jesus was born, strangers from a land to the far east of his country travelled to where he was as a young boy and opened up their luggage and took out gifts they presented to Jesus' mother and father, gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. At the beginning of his ministry, Jesus described his mission as to set the burdened free. Free from the things that weigh us down. He called his followers, his disciples, to travel light, to carry no extra baggage. Only take what they needed. The Apostle Paul encouraged those of us who follow Jesus to share one another's burdens. We've been talking here at RBC over the last couple of weeks about journeys. I wonder when your your last journey was. I wonder when you travelled last. We don't tend, we haven't been doing a lot of travelling lately, beginning to change. Was it a journey to see family? Maybe a business trip? An interstate or overseas holiday? Most likely, you packed a suitcase for that journey and filled that suitcase with all the things that you needed. Clothes, toiletries, uh, electronic devices, gifts to give to the people that you were visiting. This morning I'd like us to think about the suitcases in our lives. The things that we carry around with us. Maybe cases full of bad memories, unpleasant experiences, things that we're holding on to, things that we can't quite let go, things that travel with us wherever we go. Maybe our suitcases are locked suitcases, that only we know what's inside those suitcases. We carry them, holding them tightly. And they affect how we see ourselves, how we see each other, how we even relate to God. Or maybe we're carrying around the baggage of shame and guilt. Things that we've done. Things that we haven't done. Things that have been done to us. And we hold that against others, against God. Maybe our suitcases hold the luggage of just in case. Those things that we might need. Those things that we hold on to because they're our security. Things that we know if we've got them, we feel safe. And we hold on to that as our security to ensure we don't end up somewhere that we don't have that safety around us, the things that we need. 
The problem with just-in-case luggage is that it leaves us depending and trusting on Jesus. And then there's the baggage of worry and uncertainty and fear. Goodness, we've had a lot of that over the last couple of years. And some of those things can be the things that prevent us from moving on, moving forward, moving and living in the freedom that Christ offers us. So what baggage are you carrying this morning, through this week, as you came here this morning? What suitcases have you stashed away in the attic of your life? What baggage do you have that's weighing you down this morning? What if we could take all that extra baggage that we have in our lives and leave them at the cross? Our insecurities, our bad memories, our painful experiences, our fears, our worries, and place them at the cross this morning and leave them there when we leave this place. Could we leave them there without coming back at the end of the service and picking up our baggage and taking it back into our day, into our week, into our lives? After all, that baggage has defined us for so long. God says through his prophet Isaiah, this is the time and the place to rest. This is the place to lay down your burdens. And Jesus says in John chapter 10, verse 10, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full, life overflowing. He also says, if you are tired and carrying heavy burdens, come to me and I will give you rest. These are the words of Jesus. Jesus went to the cross to take the burden of sin off our shoulders, to free us from sin's hold on our lives, to free us from the weight of sin, the weight of death, the death sentence that hung over us because of our sins. His sacrifice paid the debt completely, the debt of our sin, and gives us life eternal with God gives us life in its fullest right now. Maybe this morning you identified with the soldier in the video. You've done something that you regret, you're ashamed of. You wish you could go back and change time. Like the soldier, you've got a pocket full of desires and wishes. You wish for a different outcome. You wish for a second chance. Jesus looked down from the cross to the soldiers, the very men who had nailed him to this cross, and he said to them, Father, forgive them. No matter what you've done, no matter what your guilt, no matter what your regret, your disappointment, whatever you're carrying, Jesus says to you, as he says to the, said to the, um, the soldiers, you're forgiven. Don't carry that burden 
any longer. Give it to me. Believe in me. Trust me. And I'll take that burden away. So the question today is, dare we trust Jesus to take our burden, to take our baggage? Dare we trust Jesus to leave our baggage at the cross and be free of it forever? Dare we trust Jesus to take the load off our shoulders and give us rest? Do we trust him to forgive us or whatever we've done? Do we trust him to deal with our fears and worries, whatever they may be, to release us from memories and past experiences that are weighing us down, to deal with our insecurities? I'm going to leave you to ponder those questions and reflect on that for now. We'll have opportunity very soon to respond to Jesus' invitation to leave what, whatever's weighing us down today and to leave it at the cross and accept the rest that he offers us. Before we move into that part of the service, um, Sean is going to come and lead us with a, a reading together. This reading has a responsive element and so you'll see on the board uh, there's a section titled Leader which I'll be reading um, and then the section in bold is an invitation for you as the church to, uh, to respond and to together in unison out loud uh, declare the truths of this morning together. So please join me. He was painfully abused but he did not complain. He was condemned to death without a fair trial. He wasn't dishonest or violent, but he was buried in a tomb among cruel, rich people. Now the servant will live to see his own descendants. On the night before Jesus was arrested, he had a meal with his disciples. So a celebration of the um, Passover that they did every year at this time of the year. And during this meal, Jesus took some bread and he broke it and he said, this is my body. And he took a cup of wine, one of several that were on the table, and he said, this is the blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many. And with it, God makes a new agreement with you. From now on, I will not drink this wine again until I drink with it, drink it in God's kingdom. Every time we eat the symbol of bread and the symbol of the wine, we're remembering 
Christ's sacrifice for us, what God did for us, giving our thanks to God for all that Jesus did on the cross for us. We reenact in words and in actions the death of Jesus. Every time we take communion, we're drawn back into the story of the cross. Drawn back to this meal again and again, just as Jesus told us to do until he returns. Paul says that anyone who drinks and eats elements of this meal irreverently is like those who spat on Jesus in the crowds that jeered in front of him at his death. And so we're told to examine our motives, for God to test our hearts as as we come to this meal of celebration and remembrance, as we remember what Jesus has done. And we want to do that um, this morning um, as we remember Jesus' death and and take part of this meal that he invited us to do as a remembrance of what he was about to do on the cross. Nolene's going to play some music um, during this time and during this time you're invited to come to one of the tables. There are two tables at the front and one at the back just to help us uh, be a bit more um, spread around and eat and drink of the emblems that are um, are there. Some words are printed on the tables for you to read before you um, take your emblems back to your seat and then you can partake of those in your own time. So we won't have people standing at the table um, beyond just reading the, the text that's there. You may also like to come to the cross that's here with the suitcases at the bottom. In the front of the, um, the cross are some luggage tags and uh, you might like to take one of these tags, there's some pencils here as well, and check out your baggage, whatever your baggage might be today. There's a little verse on that. If you'd like to take these home with you rather than put them on a suitcase, you're welcome to do that, or you like, may like just to tie them here on a suitcase as a, uh, as a response to God saying, Jesus, I want to leave my burdens here at the cross as I leave this morning. So you're welcome to, to, to do that if you'd like to. Also at the back of the church, behind the, the, the last um, chairs here, um, individual chairs, you may have noticed a cross made out of white tiles. Um, and there's some red paint there and some bowls. You may like, like just to pick, put your finger into the bowl of paint and mark on the cross maybe a cross or your initial or a squiggle, whatever you might like to do, um, as a recognition that it's your sins that put Jesus on the cross, those sins that are now forgiven, but also recognising that it's Jesus' blood that makes that forgiveness possible. So a couple of things you may like to do beyond um, or in addition to communion this morning, um, and you may just want to stay at your chair through all of this and just think and reflect and pray. So this is your time to respond as you feel you would like to respond this morning as uh, the music plays and then we'll come back at the end to um, lead in a couple more songs. So please use this time, do it reverently, um, take your time and um, use this time between with you and God together. So I invite you to respond. We've come to the end of our service this morning. Thank you to those who have participated through music, through spoken word readings and, and the important guys at the back as well. Um, it's been wonderful to, to begin this weekend of Easter together. 
Um, just, I'm going to close with a blessing. Before I just to, uh, let you know that the Chinese church is coming in at 11.30 today, so we would ask you to exit reasonably effectively and efficiently um, to give them time to come in and, um, and get set up for their service. And we look forward to seeing you back on Easter Sunday when we can celebrate the next part of the story. Join with me as I pray. Father God, thank you for this time of remembrance, celebration, um, and the sadness of that as well, as we have remembered Jesus' death on the cross. May the things that we have thought about, reflected on, and, and heard today go with us into this day. May we leave this place with the assurance of forgiveness that is possible through the sacrifice of Christ. By his stripes we are healed. By his wounds we are made whole. May we sit with the gravity and the horror of the cross today, but live in the salvation made possible by the goodness of this Friday. In our Saviour's name we pray. Amen.